What up, everybody? I want to say thank you for listening to this brand new episode of the No Rhyme or Reason podcast. We appreciate every single one of you for tuning in to our show. But there's a small problem. We need you to subscribe on your device, whatever it may be, whether you're checking this out on YouTube, whether you're checking this out on Facebook, no matter where you hear this, subscribe or follow the podcast so you can be alerted as to when we create a new episode for you. We've even added a link down in the description for you where you can just by one click subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Just in case you miss it, you got something going on, you're busy, we ask you to subscribe to the No Rhyme or Reason podcast. Enjoy the show. Yo, 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 you are now tuned in to the No Rhyme or Reason podcast presented to you by On The Map Music Group featuring Icarus Gray and I'm your homeboy Wordplay TJ. We deliver to you a dope conversation where we talk about everything for no reason at all. Tune in every Monday to join in on the conversation. And without any further delay, this is the No Rhyme or Reason podcast. And we're live. Yeah. What's up, people? It's your boy Icarus Gray. And it's your homeboy Wordplay TJ. And this right here is the Nope, No, No, Nope, Rhyme or Reason podcast, where we talk about everything. Everything for no reason at all. Um, Word. 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 So welcome back, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're broadcasting live on Facebook Live, and we're also recording for iTunes and the other podcast apps. So if you don't have us mobile, be sure to click the link in the description to take us with you. What up, Crucial? And then uh, we'll go from there to let you know. So if we if we do talk randomly to somebody in the comments, that's who we're talking to, by the way. Um I've like I've forgotten like the last few episodes. I was like, well, wouldn't that be weird if we're just like, like shouting people out and then they were like, well, who are they talking to? But <laughs> like, like, are they in the yeah. room with them? Like, yeah, we, yeah, we didn't explain that. So yeah, so yeah. that's what you get from Facebook Live. We shout you out when we see you. Yeah. Uh, so, so so that's cool. Yeah, links are in the description if you want to join us on Facebook Live uh, during the um, every Saturday really. And then you can just hear us shout you out while you're uh, listening the, on on the next Monday, which is kind of uh, what is it egotistical in a way? <laughs> it's yeah, like oh, I just want to hear from my shout out, yo. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, but, but you can do that. Yeah, we're here for that. If it makes you feel good, then yeah, we're we're all for it. So we used to have a whole segment of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So. Talking about something light and something fun, um, we're talking about uh, dripping with finesse for the '90s because <laughs> <laughs> I like how you did that. Yeah. Because um, I, I I've been paying attention to to culture and uh, especially the kids in the in the high schools and the middle schools. You you are the culture king. Yeah, and um, there's a lot of like 90s reflection going on and um i think that's because of how we what's going on politically i think that's what's going on culturally 
And so a lot of people are like shouting out the 90s. And I and I wanted to just say what we observe here. Right. So I want to get this out the way first now that I'm realizing the tone of this uh, yeah. conversation, just to kind of get it out of the way in terms of my observation. Mm-hmm. So I compared all of these different aspects in my head of why the uh, why all the things you mentioned were back. And I'm not going to steal all the things you mentioned. I'm going to let you mention them later. Okay. And I'm going to start with saying in the 90s, there was a lot of things going on. It was the Rodney King beatings. It was, you know, just every every bad thing that was going on. There was a lot of things that we were not going to stand for. Um, police brutality and seeing Rodney King. Yeah, so people are still what selling I did a lot of crack. Was, yeah, uh, the war on drugs and and all of that that was going on. So then you fast forward to now, and you've had all of the the shootings, all of the recordings of the police brutality, um, and just a lot of different things that kind of harkens back to that energy. Mm-hmm. But not in the same way, because it used to be we were blinded by those things, which is why when we saw that, or well, we weren't blinded, but seeing that on a larger scale, there was the push for the voice. Yeah. And so on top of all of the shootings and stuff that have happened to us and on top of Trump being in office, I think that the resurgence is always revolved around that type of energy, but also as we'll and we'll trend there's a lot of great aspects of why i think that the 90s are back but i think that yeah that's you, one of the i mean you're right on point with that because you know essentially the only reason why we had the culture that we had or we had the fashion that we had or we had the music that we had is because um us as black people felt oppressed and um the 90s was a perfect time to 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 kind of reflect on that oppression because it there's a lot of similarities right so now you have you know a, a wide uh, gap between wealth inequality then you had a wide gap between wealth and inequality at the time they were coming out of a uh, a dip in the the stock market right so 1997 when the stock market crashed uh in 2008 when the stock market crashed so it's about you know the same kind of vibe 10 years later right and um man and we're and we're just kind of echo echoing history you know everybody says history repeats itself and so all you got to do is really pay attention to what's going on and that's exactly what's happening it feels like the 90s to me it feels like my childhood right like you know people out here being reckless as far as the kids are concerned, and then you know, <laughs> you gotta you gotta watch it back, you right? Know? But here's the lighter aspect of it. And yeah, I just wanted to get exactly. That, that, that was just the foundations for That's, what I think has yeah all of this. Um, and also here's to uh, a, a distinct difference between the uh, quote unquote woke person that's here now and that was then. <laughs> See back, and I I was thinking about this: the '90s woke person was there were two different kinds of person. There was a person that you would see on, there was a, a Frankie on a, on a, on a, a different world. <laughs> yeah. You know, like there yeah. was the, but that is still Afrocentric. I, I don't, I don't no, find yes, it to no, be, no, 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 yeah. yeah. 
I find no, no, it to but be here's exactly what I'm saying the same almost. Yeah. So there was that person to me was an anomaly. Mm-hmm. Because there were more people who like understood, had love of self, did things for themselves, so on and so forth. Like we were all a part of being ourselves in, right. a, in a way in the 90s. There was a push for that. Everybody wasn't all into conspiracies and, and, and going. They hadn't just read Man, uh, Malcolm X's manifesto and like decided mm, you, you're doing it all wrong, King. Um, yeah. But then there are more of that now. Because there's more information and there's it's not like it's not. I think, yeah, more people have a voice now for it. Yeah, more because of social media and more people are um, are more people think that they are uh, revealing secrets (laughs) than (laughs) they should. And it's just odd. Like, it's like the person that still thinks every February you need to tell me, and I, I, y'all know I'm always complaining about this. <laughs> you need to tell me how Black History Month shouldn't be Black History Month, but you will not do anything but post in February, and then you won't post any Black information to the like right, right? Because you, you'll just <laughs> this is this is MLK weekend, by the way. So that's yep. that's right on time, right? Like, yeah, talk about. Right. You know, talk about black stuff all year round if, if you if you're um, about that life. Um, so it was like these small comparisons of like the differences are so crazy because it used to be you would laugh at that type person somewhat back then. Like, come on, man. Like, bro, chill out. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Baloney isn't a baloney isn't a device to, you know, like, like calm down, man. Calm down. <laughs> um. <laughs> but that was like the difference. Was, I do think that they are they have more evidence and more foundation upon which they speak. Um, and it's not just you're trying to get there. Yeah, I think um, a lot of people are still still kind of sitting conspiracy theories. And the mm-hmm. thing about conspiracy theories is that they take a lot of people to do the right thing at the right moment. And so they always are kind of baseless, you know. There are there are people that that have malicious intent, but they're I don't think it's because they um, they think they're bad or they think they're right. evil. I think it's because they think they're doing the right thing. Um, cool. So the culture, right? Yeah. Like so, let's let's talk about the point that you raised first, which is the music. Right, so mm-hmm. the sounds and the things that we're starting to 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 echo, right? I have the biggest connection point. So, mm-hmm. rap did what with samples? Um, rap took samples and transformed it into a new song, right? It's just basically right. a, a remix. But majority of the time, it was a connection point. Or it should have been a connection point to the past. So to the past and to like an older person saying that, you know, listening to the song because they have a connection point to it, but they also kind of want to do it. But they, but it normally didn't happen that way. Right. Mm-hmm. Normally, it just ended up being a thing. Well, no, nah, this ain't the right song. The, the, the original is, you know, like that's what it turned out to be. Now, if you look at the way Bruno Mars has done his whole thing. I feel like it's a more positive conversation 
because now you have it in a way to where you're tapping into this the 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 90s you know and, and all the songs that he made off of the album uh it's 24k magic is that the, that's the album right yeah okay i want to be sure um all of that energy is a connection point of conversation so all of the young kids all these people are listening to bruno mars all of us are getting up like oh man like oh i like this because this reminds me of this and instead of it feeling like there's some sort of aggressive conversation because he is a you know a, a, a pop r&b singer you feel like you're able to take that 90s rap that 90s flavor and give it to a new generation without it feeling like you're quote unquote stealing. Like there's not I haven't seen all well, that. Well that's because like, more people Andrew are getting Boston. paid <laughs> off them yeah. samples now. Yeah. Than it was yeah. than it once was. And then, you know, those um those samples are being created by um people that love the history of music. So Mark Ronson is a producer for the executive producer for that album. And Mark is incredible. He's worked with Lady Gaga, Wale, and a bunch of other people. And um, when he when he sits down to work a to work a sample, he knows the sample from the time the sample was originated to the time that it and every other time that it's been recreated. Right? He knows every hand that's touched that sample, and he he understands the history of it, and so he's able to give it a life that reflects the, the, the path of that, that sample. And, um, that's the thing is that connecting with, uh, the older music is a, is a bigger deal. If you remember through the, through the two thousands, um, a lot of the music was just fruity loops and synthetic samples, right? Mm -hmm. Synthetic, uh, instruments, it Unless wasn't it, was a, it wasn't like all based album. on yeah yeah so <laughs> so the warmth was a yeah. little bit different there yeah, wasn't there wasn't, wasn't a lot of there. warmth really no nah, there was just boom 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 yeah boom boom that boom, thing and you know um, adding all kinds of so shout out yeah. to the snap movement but and even 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 uh folks like like Jeezy like you could hear it even when he didn't use samples in in the song you could hear different instruments were played on like a a, a synthesizer or something you know what i mean like some type of uh not real instrumentation and um that that lends to the feeling of the music right it's a little right. bit more, more tangible it felt like what it was like, Soulful. especially if you're speaking about Jeezy, like Jeezy's felt like the struggle that he'd gone through. And that came across without having a sample because it was so stripped. Um, versus like whenever you heard samples in late nineties, early two thousands, mid two thousands, it, or not mid two thousands, we technically. Well, you're right. You're right. Cause Kanye, Kanye was but pretty simple. Whenever yeah. you heard these things, it started to like because we're '90s babies, so we grew up on either hearing these songs that were not from the '90s, 
but we knew of these artists. So when you started hearing these soulful songs and hearing the way that they were transforming them, it brought a bridge amongst the, this connection point. Yeah. And allowed us to be like, oh, snaps. Like, uh, you know, what, what, what's the, the she wants some Marvin Gaye, some Luther Vandross. I can't think of the name of the song. I don't think it's Slow Jams. Celebrity. Slow Jams. Um, listening to Slow Jams, like talking about all of those artists that you would then like go and search. Like you didn't just sit there. She said she wants some Mama Gay, some Luther Vandross, a little Lenine. Like ready for the world. Like you had to go and you had to go and look all of these things. What up. is you that? Go, what is that? You yeah. had to at least go yeah. do that. And so like that inspired. Like I love that because yeah. you don't even need to drop a dope lyric for you to go and search for why this makes this song better or why this was their slow jam list. Has this ever happened to you? So, um, so you'll hear a hip hop song, right? And then, I don't know, a few weeks later, a few months later, you're listening to a commercial and you think it's that hip hop song, but it's the original. Not so much a commercial thing, but like, I remember uh, when I heard was it good day? Is it a uh, is it good day? Whichever one that whatever song this uh, that, that samples between the sheets, um, Isley mm-hmm. Brothers, and I remember like hearing it, and then I was playing one of the GTAs. It was probably San Andreas, um, and you're driving around listening to the old school station. So technically, yeah. I mean, I guess it could still be radio. <laughs> and so yeah. between the sheet comes on, and like, of course, like in my head, I'm about to start singing the other song. Like even now with Redbone, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like it's doing it again, mm-hmm. not so much. Yeah, because that's that, that reminds me very much of um Isaac Hayes um samples. Mm-hmm. Uh especially yeah. from from um the same the same song that Ike's Mood is what it's called. It, it reminds me of that song. Because that song is like, I don't know, five or seven minutes long. And right. it has so many transitions that you could pop out one piece, loop it, and mm-hmm. it just sounds absolutely magical. Um, so Ike's Mood is, is really incredible. And it's been used by um, Irv for Jay-Z. Um, and then, um, I sampled it. I sampled another piece of it from, for, uh, hard living for my, uh, for my album. And so like, it oh, just, I just, yeah, go ahead. No, it just, it just reminds you of what's happening. And the crazy part about it is what I experienced with, uh, working with, with kids now is that they know more music from the past than we knew from the past because of streaming. They will walk into the classroom singing songs from the 90s. And I'm just like, how do you even know that? And they were like, well, I was, you weren't even born until the 2000s. Oh, you're that guy. (laughs) (laughs) You you got into that age. Well, I mean, you don't know what this. You, at least you ain't hitting them with the. You what you know about that? 
What you know about that? What you know about that? What you know about that boy? No, I don't I don't say that, but I am surprised at first and then I remember, oh, streaming exists. So they can go and listen to whatever whenever. And that's that's the great part that I like about streaming is that it act, it gives you access to whatever comes about. And sometimes you can control the output, but when you don't control it and you just shuffle it and you let it go, you you start to like come up on good things that 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 weren't there in the in the past and so that's it's really um well weren't weren't there now and so you 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 get a chance to hear things that you never knew that you would love but you love them anyway right and now when people i think like you were saying because they get properly paid when they use these samples yeah it's damn near identical with a couple flips um, yeah yeah and it's even yeah. gotten to the point where like on 112's latest album they sample themselves <laughs> like yeah. they they flip a uh, cupid uh, a part of cupid on uh i can't think of the name of the song but it's it's a really dope song on their latest album q mike slim duran go check it out um and it's dope to me to be able to do that it's yeah. like I've always loved, and we did this on our episode of talking about our favorite parts of music. But the reason one of my favorite parts of music is the sample is because it allows for you to learn a lot. Like, you'll sit and listen to a song like uh, Listen to James Brown, A Man's World. Mm-hmm. They play that song in so many different ways and make it seem like that's all that he's saying. Yeah, yeah. Like in the most important part of that song is you know nothing. Like yeah, you know like with with, with like it, it's showing the this connection point more so or whatever. But that's what you learn. Like so you'll listen to a song that sampled that. You'll then go listen to the song and you're like, oh, damn. And especially if the person that used the sample was flipping it without having that part and saying the same kind of energy. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, it it deepens the emotions. It deepens your soul connection to the music in a lot of different ways. And that's the most amazing part, I think, about what the 90s did. Because there's always been, quote unquote, sampling or or borrowing, stealing, so on and so forth, whatever you want to call it. But the 90s made it into a true art form. Um. It made it into a true, like, I'm taking this to say what I need to say. I'm taking this to give you a reference point. So, A, so that you can hear me because you listen, because you have recognized the sound of this. And then I'm taking my twist on it. And I think that a lot of that has come back, whether, as you were saying, like with the hairstyles and um, just the general culture has kind of come back. Black Panther being about to come out. And, and I know how many of us are about to like show up and show out. Yeah. Well, I mean, we see the we see the headlines. Uh the pre-sale tickets are the most in Marvel history. Currently. Oh. Just a precursor to say, or not a precursor, but a a a, a small and slight warning. This is going to be huge for the culture. 
period. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, please understand that there are a lot of people who are not going to like that. Just be aware. Like, and don't fall into all the headlines that are going to come out because they're going to come out. Mm-hmm. Don't give that energy and take the energy away from what is going to be a huge monumentous day for us and the culture because it's, they are going to try it. <laughs> they are going to find the one theater in or the one or two theaters in America where there was a fight or something, this, that, and the third. They are going to then take those one or two fights and say that there are fights all over America. They are going to do all kinds of things, but do not allow them to take the energy from the culture because we are in an amazing space right now. And also, go not only support the music, uh, the movie, but support the music and support the soundtrack that uh, Kendrick Lamar is also is going to be in charge of the soundtrack. So, um, yeah, let's let, let's double support because I think this is that this is like I, that nineties energy of just everybody helping and being and being there for each other in a certain way. Um, and we 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 slip and fall on it sometimes, but I think that we're building towards an amazing. Um, an, an amazing uh, snowball effect of supporters. <laughs> on um, so, like, yeah. So the the whole thing about the '90s. So let's look at a, a different aspect. So once upon a time, there was a big push towards us focusing on our our natural hair, right? And so just sim- similarly like the like the 90s we're more aware of the products that we put in our head. We're more aware of um how we treat our hair and how we appreciate our hair as well. And that goes hand in hand with like being proud of being black a lot of times. So now right now like you see the kids, even even the Hispanic kids, like hair this tall, right? And, and and well, it reaches past that because in in the school that I work in, you have uh, folks from Pacific Islands and uh, Hawaii and and all other places out there. So Samoa and 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 various other places out west, 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 and. Uh, <laughs> West, and uh west west, west, west. <laughs> and man it's just it's just so great to see it's great to see um young girls out there with with their with their froze out and like they pay attention to what they eat they pay attention to you know how they how they dress right they they care about so much when it comes to their appearance that the fashion is starting to mimic what was going on in the nineties. Right. So the, the baseball jerseys, right. <laughs> like that type of, that type of style, Everything um, you know, like, so you think about the rope chains and the earrings and yeah. like, it's basically taking everything that we probably would have gone overboard with in the nineties and smoothing it out. 
just like yeah yeah it's like presented a little part. better now yeah yeah i like this part but this part was a little bit too much or i wanted this part to be a little cleaner or i wanted this to be added with this and so on and so forth so when you're talking about the box hairstyles and and uh the new kind of crisscross uh yeah you know dress and and, and twists right. and stuff that everybody's doing so it's not um, even quite boxy anymore, right? It's it's not right. a straight up box. It's like with a little twist to it, you know what I mean? So it's kind of spiky and it's just really cool to see them embrace how they're how, what they are. You know what I mean? Right. As as a people. And it's a beautiful thing to like because growing up in the 90s was interesting to say the least because of how inspirational it felt and, and was. Um, so we had a whole thing about everything that we've gained from our elementary school, but that was because of the nineties influence in a lot of different ways. Like there were a lot of things that we were taught, a lot of things that we were privy to and, and, and were able to see um, mm-hmm. that made us, great and then like when you got into the 2000s this is why we were breaking down barriers and walls and trying to go further than we've gone before it's because of everything that we had heard before us all of the different artists we were like well now i want to make a name for myself given everything that i learned from them it's the reason you and i have such love for so many different styles of of rapping like i can't listen to jay and big and just come out here and not be that energy that I saw. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it makes us uh, unique as, as artists because it gives us a perspective of, we know our history and we know what we grew up on, but we can also embrace what's happening now. So when it, when it comes to, to rapping, I, I'm starting to have a hybrid style. Right. It's starting to mix with the current culture. And so it sounds a little uh, trap based and it sounds a little upbeat. But uh, or it sounds like I'm using triplets right from time to time. Um, But most of the time I'm I'm in a pocket. Right. And I'm not um, I'm not over hyping the, the, the rap, so to speak. Right. It's right. just it's just we are really in tune with what was going on then. And so the similarities are starting to stand out more and more and more. And it's really, really, really incredible to me. Uh, shout out to the Vox for their video on the triplets. I love their <laughs> lyrical breakdown videos. <laughs> I had just watched that, which is why I was like, ha triplets. Um, yeah. yeah, but. And you, well, we know triplets stand, you know, go stand the test of time as far as right. And it's not that, those, those patterns, right? Which is an interesting thing when you break it down. And what was funny, and also another uh, connection point in that video, is one of the standardized triplet or one of the most well recognized triplets that isn't, you know, rap is Moonlight Sonata, which is right. my favorite you know Beethoven piece in general Um, hence the reason that Harvest Moon is is a bit of a sample from Moonlight Sonata right for those people Um, that don't know music theory a triplet is 
anything that has three bars in a measure. And so it usually goes doom, 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 doom. And the speed can change depending on. So when you hear da 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 that's one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. That's how it works. Right. Thank you, sir. Music Theory by TJ. Um, But, yeah, so that was like a huge and amazing connection point to see. Um. The other part about all of this that is so interesting is I believe that, and I said this a little earlier, that the artists were using this platform because of how adults seem to be responding to the new age stuff. Like there was this rejection of it. And majority of the time, we kind of just take on rejection and push forward. Yeah, that's youth culture, though. That's always going to be youth culture. Right. But it seems like there's been a more conservative effort from artists to kind of be like, okay, look, this has been done this way for millennia. <laughs> so to speak, let's yeah. try and bring you in. Let's try and bring you in. And like I said, the pop R&B artists are doing it the best because there's more of a, you know, it's softened, so you'll listen to more R&B than people would rap anyway, even though hip-hop and R&B is the number one in the country, in the world, uh, because we the truth. Um, but I think that that was the attempt, and that's what I loved about using the 90s in that way, is because it's basically like, okay, look, I know you don't, quote-unquote, like this, or you don't like that, or you might not be feeling Cardi B, or whatever the case may be, but here's to show you why you should. Here's something to give you an entry point to see that this person isn't what you thought, or what that person thought. This is beautiful music in the house that you're comfortable with. This this brings your memories and allows you and your kids the same way we were in the living rooms and and, and having fun at, at family functions, dancing to old Michael Jackson, old Prince, all the old Luther, all old Isaac Hayes and all of that. Like it gives us those new moments of that. Um to where it's like, yo, this is what I used to, you know, like everybody at every party <laughs> is trying to hit the, the kid and play. and Right, right. It's, it's nostalgia. Like, bring it back. Yeah, it's, it's nostalgia. nostalgia and, it, and it has to be that way. It's even, yeah. it's even starting to uh, leak back into business. So if you watch what's, what's become popular again, so like Champion, right? Champion jackets or whatever uh, clothing is coming back. K-Swiss, right, partnering up with entrepreneurs and other hip-hop artists. Um, There's a lot of brands from the 90s that are popping again now. That's because... uh, Supreme a 90s thing? um, I can't can't say for sure. I'm not 100%. Uh, Um, Well, FUBU is coming back, um, or is back, I should say. Stussy... what else? There's there's a lot of Adidas things that were doing that thing a little uh, uh, definitely now with the creators in terms of them and what they're pushing now. Uh, also, real quick, shout out what up, Brian? Um, and uh, what up, Quincy was here, but shout out to you and shout out to uh, Stephen for coming back and and joining with us. Yeah. Um, again. So 
that's the those are all the 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 good parts and the and the things that I think are kind of hitting hitting back to real life and it's not that we can go in depth about anything or anything like that but um maybe we should switch focus to sort of what do you like most about the 90s and like what resonates with you today that that stuck with you then oh man the thing that stuck with me the most about the 90s was all the different ways to be yourself um the different movies that came out the 90s movies that mean the world to me uh so like rush hour um space jam um 90s basketball like um iverson like all of these different things like right before 2000 there was this energy of the rebel the 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 young new school in this way of like accept me oh cartoons from nickelodeon shout out shout out brian thank you like i forgot about those um that stuck with me the way that they told stories in those cartoons so 90s cartoons and now that he's got me on the tangent here because i'm saying it um <laughs> were like the most amazing thing in the world to me because I got the morals that they were trying to to give you. I got the great storytelling that they were also doing. Like, hey, Arnold is by far one of the best cartoons, period. Uh, that Doug, um, in terms of their diversity, um, Rugrats is always going to be amazing. Um, and then there were still lines that were pushed where, you know, with like Ren and Stimpy and stuff like that. So the energy and stuff that I remember then was just kind of like the way everything was kind of fun. Yeah. It was fun and it taught you in a way that didn't feel like it was trying to force you. It was just like, sit back, relax, watch the show. Um, well, the moral of the, the show was always like part two versus they had a main story but they had like a kind of moral to it, right? Right. Um, I, I've talked about this before. Like, if you think about the first Rugrats movie, um, it is the '90s thing. So I, I believe it's the '90s thing, if I'm not mistaken. I want to say. I something. don't know. <laughs> it might not be. It well, it would surprise us. <laughs> Most of the time, it probably surprise us if it was because it feels like just yesterday. Yeah. Me. So. But my general point, like with what they did with the Rugrats and telling the story, was in the in the movie. Basically, his little brother Dill is born, or uh, Tommy's little brother is born, and they go on this long adventure. He's mad because he can no longer get the same attention that he was getting before, and like he didn't want a little brother. Blah blah blah. Doesn't understand how to be a big brother. They teach all of this in the movie, and I thought about like how they go about doing that nowadays. Mm-hmm. And the only equivalent I have that I've seen is Boss Babe. And I'm sure that there are others in, in this new era, but Boss Baby was, it was this interesting thing of like realizing that nowadays we more so go for the joke. And we and they go for the, the adult joke and they kind of don't, 
toe the line in the way that they used to. It's just like, if you're going to get it, you're going to get it. Like, it's a lot of, uh, a, a lot of different, different, different kind of humor that's just like, oh, I don't know about this. So I don't know about yeah. that. We're not as sensitive as we were then, or we no. may be, <laughs> it, depending. It takes, it takes, uh, Maybe I should say it this way. It takes a lot more to get us mm-hmm. to cover our mouth than it did then. Right. Yeah. But you like, but that was the thing. It's like you didn't have to, like, you know how much, like, you know where we grew up. So you knew how much we knew, like, about life and reality. And there was no need to try and tell me about reality in other places or so extra strong. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's yeah, oh man oh as Brian is making me remember the movie because they tried to take him back <laughs> to like wherever he came from because they don't know where babies come from <laughs> oh god nineties but but that was the thing is there was this innocence there was this innocence amongst all of this fuck shit for lack of a better term <laughs> and now it's kind of like not only can you not have this moment of innocence, you kind of just, you're not allowed to in a lot of different ways. And whereas like, you could probably go back and watch all of these cartoons and find all kinds of landmines that are like, whoa. Yeah. But I feel like nowadays it's kind of like, so think about like cartoons, the, the writers used to have more of a balance of, okay, this is for kids, but it's a cartoon medium. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, without the '90s, I feel like they kind of push their own agendas versus the the point that they're trying to make. So whether it's all of like the cartoons on uh, on Cartoon Network, yeah. like there's this like Dexter's Laboratory used to have all kinds of jokes and all kinds of fun stuff, and then you get to things like. Um, Adventure Time, where it's like, if you watch all of Adventure Time or, or read the things uh, on the background of it, it's just different. So I think the thing that I enjoyed the most about the 90s is just the general appreciation for giving knowledge and giving lessons without feeling like a, a D.A.R.E. commercial or, you know, it didn't feel like D.A.R.E. was coming to my school. It felt like you're trying to teach me something. Yeah. You're teaching They're not me trying something, to scare you straight. You're not trying to scare me straight. You're just telling me that, okay, sometimes life gets very difficult. Here's how you deal with it. You're telling me in a kid's movie how to, like, if you're a young kid and you're dealing with siblings, like, how I now need to kind of adjust. And that's something that I appreciated about the 90s is the the lessons that were taught. Like, there was fun to be had, and there's a lot of party songs and stuff that we would get down to. But it just felt more like there was... A, te- a, a teaching hand that was trying to guide us into that next step. And I don't know how much I feel that now. Um, so I think that the thing in the 90s that I missed the most or that I resonate most with is the way parties used to be. <laughs> and, you know, as a kid, like I had... I, I I was at my grandparents a lot of times, so my aunt and my uncle would always uh, take us to parties. What's up, unk? 
<laughs> Ain't it a coincidence that he jumps into the? <laughs> so you know there'd be these parties going on, and and uh, either my uncle would be DJing or something would be going on. He'd be a part of the thing, and and the parties were just different. It felt different, right? And it and it uh it felt good. It felt like you were enjoying yourself. Nowadays, it's hard to have a party and even look somebody in the eye at any point in time, right? Or even feel like you can have a conversation with somebody. Um, and it's not that, uh, you know, like I, I really care that much about cell phones and all that stuff, but it's just the enjoyment factor, right? I think it's different. Oh, man. You know what? You, you brought that up, and I thought about that too. Like that is something that I used to enjoy in the 90s that I think is a, a lot different now is – you kind of had to be there. Like, even if we were going to take pictures, right? The process of taking pictures was like, it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to take these pictures right. and instantly get to enjoy this. Like, it's like, okay, I'm going to take these pictures. I'm going to drop them off at Walmart. I'm going to go on with my life. I'm actually going to enjoy the concert because, I, you know, I took a couple pictures. I hope they turned out all right. But then I get back to the show. Yeah. Um, You got to stand still I, for like, 10 seconds past the time the flash happened just in oh, case man. just in <laughs> case um you had to make sure you wound it up and, and all this other stuff and like there were all of these things that still kept you tied it wasn't it wasn't so instant that it's just like okay let me check this out it's my selfie right did i get this good picture of, of insert artist here or insert uh, celebrity here yeah um yeah you don't man. know until you develop it Half the time that was, and that used to be the funnest you got thing an in the instant world. Thing because you, you got to shake it up. And you remember how fun that used to be? Well, like it's back now. You were it's getting, back now. A lot of people uh, have the little little Polaroid instant things, right. the new ones. Um, right, but like the difference being is like, and this is what I mean by enjoying it instantly. Like even though they have the instant, so you used to pay your money to get these Polaroids done. And, like, if you were, like, at a wedding or somewhere like that, like, yeah, there could be times where you would be upset about how a picture turned out. But majority of the time, you'd just be like, oh, man, what was this? Or how did I take this? And, like, there was more of this excitement about what it is that I did or what it is that I took <laughs> versus, like, I need to know now because I don't want, like, you know, there, there wasn't this fear of, like, how bad – uh Yes, the Kodak joints and pay, pay phones. phones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never use. Oh, man. Well, I can't say I never use a pay phone. I'm pretty sure I use a pay phone at least once. I saw a pay phone Maybe in twice. a movie recently and I was like, what is that? Like, <laughs> you'd be, you'd be hard pressed to find a pay phone now. Like, why? Like, the, yeah, and, and, and you know then use funny it. about that? And then use it, like, and it not be, like, you know how essential payphones used to be for the life of crime? <laughs> yeah. Like, don't call on your house phone. Call on the payphone around the corner to, to lead a bag in the... Yeah, like, if somebody was like, you know what? <laughs> Let's make it easier. And then they just we just got all got caught up in it. Um, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that was '92. Cassette tapes, recording, 
Yeah. And 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 now how easy recording is like it, it's mirroring one another like because like yeah. early nineties late nineties it was easy to kind of record music by whatever standard you were trying to do it, but then you know somewhere around the way it got a little bit more difficult because they wanted you to have this and wanted you to have this and all this different stuff was coming out. Um, the Delta guest. Oh man, <laughs> Roosevelt and MLK. Shout out. Uh, that's that's uh, South End. <laughs> um, yeah, so what? like the the oh, uh, just in case cassette tapes, but in the comments they're giving us uh, locations of <laughs> pay phones and things, <laughs> or where they used to be in skeletons Pagers. of in the in the yeah. little market. Oh my god! Yeah, pagers. Yeah, you used to. I used to hit up Grandpa on the pager. From like school or something like that. And That's always the craziest text thing him that we used to send do. him a certain number. Well, not yeah, not not the craziest thing, but like think about that. We used to have to call a number to let you know to call another number. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it did. Yeah. So yeah, cassettes. So Brian Brian brought up cassettes and you brought up cassettes. Mm-hmm. The numbers are starting to come in. Cassette tapes are starting to sell again. Um, from just as merchandise for different things, records are selling again. Um, and and they go up every year. So cassette cassette tapes are selling. I think a hundred percent more than they than they were last year. And so, like you remember, where you'd have to go and make a cassette tape with the radio and you ha- like if you missed the part of the song that you wanted to start at then you had to wait for that song to play again and so you didn't want to leave the radio and as soon as you left is when they started playing it again you're causing me all kinds of anxiety right now you know how long it took me to get joe i want to know on a cassette tape, on a mixtape where I was trying to get all my R&B songs that I liked. <laughs> Man, you used to, like, it, that's so unheard of now on radio because y'all play the same songs every five, ten minutes. Yeah. Like, so, like, but now, man, you used to have to wait. They would go through, they would, they would talk for about 15, 20 minutes. Then, with the, the way that they would start the song, like, they might, like, yeah, this there was no uh, so, music for straight 20 minutes. <laughs> no, but then also there wasn't, they might not play all of the song on this go round. Yeah. Yeah. Because they might cut in in a certain point. And you out. like, man, you used to learn, like songs used to, you used to learn how long songs actually were <laughs> and be like, what are they? Because they had radio edits. They yeah. had way more radio edits. Than what we do now, yeah. Boy, yeah, yeah your uncle just I didn't know how they play how my voice season. sounded until I started um, recording it on cassette tapes. Same. That was my first experience with it. Like I remember, uh, me uh, shout out to my homeboy Green, um, him, my boy Crucial, uh, and we recorded on a cassette tape. Mm-hmm. And I literally thought that we had we just done a whole bunch of freestyle. Like we didn't make no actual song. Like we would come back in, like repeat courses when we thought you're supposed to repeat courses, blah, blah, blah. 
And I remember my guy Richie Rich uh, used to go to uh, school with him, church with him. Shout out my boy Richie Rich. And he was down working with Lil John and um, I'm trying to, I can't think of his label or whatever Lil John's label was or whatever. Yeah. Crunk, whatever. Anyway, point being, like, so we're trying to like give him this cassette tape (laughs) to give (laughs) to somebody to listen to, like, with no kind of recording anything. I'm just been (laughs) rapping. Like, Literally living in a time capsule and not knowing it, man. It, it was crazy. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That's the thing is like all this, all this stuff was was pretty magical for us. Um, right. And gosh, it used to be just hard work to kind of do a lot of things. Right now, you can get it done in 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 a in a quick second. Right. So recording, oh. <laughs> recording music here at the house versus recording then you'd be hard pressed to even think about where to go record we are recording a conversation now that is not on the phone but it's online and my audio is going to come through clear as if we are on the phone and we're able to post it everywhere like instantly worldwide yeah and we are so we've been doing a lot of 90s stuff because the the and not knowing it but we're from the 90s so it's kind of unintentional uh, yeah, from that's part of who we are, yeah. So, like, I'm thinking about like when we talk about games and stuff last week. Like, that's a '90s thing. Yeah, yeah. How oh, we like uh, how we got into Pokemon and the whole resurgence now is you know sort of twenty twenty one years later. Like, like you know how hard it used to be to like you people get augmented reality of Pokemon Go. We literally would just go outside and kind of like pretend we were catching Pokemon. And maybe if you had a Pokemon toy, you could like throw it at the grass and, and do all the, you know, all the little noises and stuff. So Uncle but, said in the South, it was the East Coast blew up after the riots and they stole all their equipment from music. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It was hard to get equipment in the South. But in the East Coast, like the, the New York City, uh, the blackout, and and those type of rides and when they when they built the highway straight through the Bronx, right? The reason why hip hop is here in the first place is because they were able to steal that music equipment to begin with. I forgot about that. Like <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. But yeah. look at like look at yeah. I mean, like, think about that. Think about what what everybody in every generation had to do and how difficult that was. Like, well, they had to do that. Like I said, we were working off cassette tapes and having to go to studios. Uh, shout out to Tri J, you know, young cal- caliber squad. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I mean, now, like, now kids are mixing full songs on their phone or on their iPad. <laughs> like, and, and it just is like putting it out. Yeah. So, and a like, songs start to finish on your iPad. Like, I don't, I, you know, I don't know. I feel old at the at, at the moment because I hadn't even gotten into that. I haven't even tried it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they I were look. just better thieves. <laughs> <laughs> look, check it out, man. But that's you know, it's that's the beauty and the magic of all of this, man. The thing that I love the most about why I think hip hop is so important 
is because the hip hop in in the '90s gave birth to everything. No matter what people feel about the new age, this, that, and the third, is that's what we gave birth to, and we gave birth to it because we nurtured it with protection, a certain level of protection. Yeah. So, like, you think about who the, the people who were around in the '90s that didn't allow us to go in the in the gang culture and and so on and so forth. That's the reason we're able to be who we are today, yeah. because and that it, wasn't allowed. That that was that was not no room for that. It's always expanding. It's always getting better, and it's always uh, turning out to to be in the going in the right direction. So, I mean, even what we're going through politically, like you know, it this mimics exactly what happened in the in the eighties. And so after it, after we get out of it, like imagine what this this new era is going to be right 2020 beyond even if even if he stays in office four years which i don't believe is likely but like imagine what what kind of celebrations there's gonna be when when that shit goes down you know that's the most that's (laughs) incredible only because like the funniest statements i've ever heard is Bush is now not as horrible to me. And I never thought that would be possible. Yeah. So Bush like, one was worse than Bush two. <laughs> from from like what from, it seems like, like. Think about that. Like think about think about that. Like I used to think Bush was a complete and utter idiot. Like I'm like, man, you don't know how to like this dude is dumb. And then, you know, I'm not gonna even go any further. But then it's just like, you know. What is going on right now? Like, even he didn't do that. Like, he was at least smart enough to like, you know what? I'm not gonna be near a hot mic saying all this stuff that I'm out here doing. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's just great. It's just great to to think about that, and it's great to see what's happening now. It feels good. Mm-hmm. It feels, feels like, great. It feels like a party again. It feels like we're we're in the midst of uh, a celebration. It feels like we're not worried about, about what's going on politically. We're gonna do it ourselves. We're gonna take it upon our own backs, and that's that's the biggest point that I that I wanted to point out is that uh, us in Black culture, we're ready to like kind of do it ourselves. We're not asking for anybody right. to help us out. We're we're taking advantage of what we want to do. And um, right. you ain't got to be a hundred percent woke to 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 spit your opinion, right? People that people that get it get it, and everybody has a sort of like a comp- contribution to it. You know what I mean? Right. And and the biggest difference between then and now is there were so many ways that they were allowed to stop your movements. You know, whether it's burning down Black Wall Street the list goes on and on and on. There's no allowing that to happen. Now, you will fight for your rights. You have more evidence. You have more knowledge. And we are culminating every bit of the melting pot that came from the 90s, that came from the early 2000s into now. Yeah. The reason that if I believe that everything that we stand for whether, I believe Black Lives Matter, so on and so forth, spurned everything else of everybody else standing up in the way that they've been standing up. Yeah. Well, that's, it's, and, this, this is the thing is like black culture, you, know, you can't pull the wool over our eyes. 
right? You can you can never bullshit us. We know it. We feel it. And that's the that's the one thing that we can hold on to forever. Even if even if it takes longer for things to improve, even if it, it it's still a while before uh, things get to looking like everything's on an equal playing ground, we will always have that that bullshit filter. Like you can't pull right. it. You can't pull it on us. You know. Right. And to answer the overarching question of is the '90s back? Yes, and better than ever. Uh, well, actually, technically, to, to to even get better with it, is it never left because we are the '90s. You know, we are the era. We are the era as an adult. That's that's what this is. We are the evolution of that. The North um, Rock shooting. Have you heard about that? Uh, no, I hadn't, I hadn't heard about it. I hadn't heard about um, it either. What's what happened in North Little Rock? Young Juice. Um, while we're oh, while what? we're waiting wait, wait. while we're waiting on that response, yeah, go ahead. And... Um, but uh, so the culmination of all these things, the evolution of what we were in the '90s to now, and learning all the things that we learned, and using all the things that, like, we got skills of what felt like every era. So we had we still had typing classes that allows us to be able to type the way we type. We had the growth of the cell phone. We had the growth of the of of games. The the growth of all electronics in general. Uh, the growth of the school system, whether you know it went in the right direction or the wrong direction. We had um no 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 yeah yeah I did uh I, I did see the the police that killed the uh uh. Uh, a young 17 man. Year old yeah. yeah. Charles Smith Jr. Mm. Uh, and um, you know, they, they finally released the uh the dash cam. Um, because it was like there was some stuff going on about them not wanting to release it and saying the case was kind of like closed and all this other stuff. Um, how I feel um with the little information that I have on it is on no matter what information comes out, I'm still sad. Yeah. And it, it bothers me on two different levels because I think from the thing that they said, you know, he had a gun on him or whatever. But the problem on both ends is the fact that he felt that he needed one. The fact that he was out there with one. The fact that there was a situation where now you're being, you're losing your life in front of your friends and, and so on and so forth justified or not like i I'm, I'm tired of things escalating to this point um and I, i'm just sad <laughs> like you know to say the least like it just is it's sadness yeah i think i think a part of it is that and um you can't really I don't know. We're in a place where it's just it's just hard to see that people have to go um, go through this over and over again. You know what I mean? Like the only reason why he felt like he needed to even protect himself or get aggressive or do this or do that is because he's scared of the system anyway, right? So us being afraid of the system and not trusting the system is a part of the problem. There needs to be a system we trust that we can rely on that doesn't that wouldn't put us in jail for 
misdemeanors, right, and and things of that nature, right, and and the prison the prison system being broken in in, in general, right. So even though even though the '90s are ref, reflective of what's going on today, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that are still happening that echo what was going on then, and um, we got a way to to kind of climb out of it. Yeah, we got a long ways, but the general just to kind of like I said, brighten it back up because I definitely don't want to end on <laughs> a, a, yeah. a depressingly sad note like that. The evolution of everything that has gone on is that it's allowed us to be better, and even regardless of whether the 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 shooting was justified, so on and so forth. Being able to instantly have the knowledge, whereas there were years where mothers and stuff in the 90s were not even allowed to know what happened to their baby boy or baby girl. They just didn't come home or they found them yeah. dead somewhere. Well, the and report is always uh, is always biased regardless so, of the situation. And yeah, like having the information versus not having it at least allows us to have the choice of opinion, uh, the, the, the choice of fact so on and so forth like it having more of that i i will not be as as sad as it is to continuously see all these different things i would not be uh dismissive of having it so yeah but anyway so so yeah like let's go ahead and 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 wrap up and um i think i think we should just remember that the fun parts of what we what we like and even though things used to be a little bit harder back then, things used to be uh, a little bit different back then. Like now we're seeing it. We're seeing the we're seeing the good. We're seeing the bad. We're seeing all of it. But after we come out of it, we're going to we're going to expand a little bit more. And that's what I like about that's what I like about the 90s. That's what I like about the music that's coming out right now. That's what I like about the fashion. And that's what I like about our culture is because we continue to like not let it die right it's it's growing with us it's growing with us and it will never die um i appreciate all the conversation and things that we've had today so if you want to join in on the conversation make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on itunes and everywhere that we are place google play so on and so forth so you can be notified every week that we go uh live uh make sure you subscribe to us on facebook by hitting the like button so you can join in on the conversation uh every week saturday after yeah. week after week after week never missing a beat <laughs> <laughs> i love that but um yeah you know knowledge is for understanding and not to prove others wrong this has been the no rhyme reason podcast with your boy icarus gray and your homeboy wordplay tj and we'll see y'all next time peace peace no Rhyme or Reason is an on-the-map music group production.